So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's going on, bro? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here and super honored that you tuned in today. Uh, We're going to be looking at the whole subject of triggers and how triggers kind of correlates or intertwines with addiction. And I think it's going to be really insightful for some of you in particular who just feel like, man, as soon as I get triggered, I... I'm, I'm stuck, you know, like that's it. It's over. It's just delaying the inevitable. I try, but I eventually fail. Uh, we're going to talk today about how to control your triggers and how that can put you back in control of the addiction. Now, um, in perfect form, I have a trigger masterclass or a trigger training that is put together for you guys that I'd love for you to get your hands on. It's in my resources section. So if you go to sathiasam.com slash resources, or much easier, just click the link in the show notes, then I can, um, well then, uh, if you send me my, uh, your email, sorry, this is a hard sentence, send me your email and I will send my relapse prevention training, uh, which basically talks about how to mitigate triggers, how to reduce triggers, and if triggers do happen, how to respond in those moments. So uh, that's something I would love for you to get your hands on if triggers is something you struggle with. And obviously, we're going to unpack some of today's uh, content, uh, some of the content rather from that that training in today's episode. Sorry, guys. These, uh, man, English is just hard sometimes, you know? Um, so anyway, uh, link is in the show notes. Uh, but without further ado, let's jump in. Let's talk a little bit about uh, triggers and what it looks like to control them. So so here's the thing. Let, let's let's look at this really. Let, we're gonna go like Superman on this, okay? Super guy brain, and let's just look at this with pure logic. So, what what we have here is the issue of viewing pornography, right? So this is the this is the sort of culminating event that is a problem, and we know it's a problem because it affects your confidence, your relationships, your connection to God, your ability to perform and to focus, and maybe it affects you sexually and um, it's affecting your the, your marriage as a result. Maybe it's having an impact on your family and your ability to father your kids. I mean, the, the list goes on and on here, but the, the, the more, um, you know, schematic part of this is we have a, a problematic event and that is viewing pornography. Okay. Now, if we were to to isolate uh, a recent relapse of yours, and we were we were to say, well, what event led up to that? What was the thing you did before? It was like, well, Instagram. I was on Instagram and I was scrolling around. Okay, or uh, fantasy. You know. Um, okay, and let's actually we'll use the fantasy example. We don't talk about that um, that one. We talk about Instagram a lot. We don't talk about the fantasy one as much. So, okay, you're fantasizing. Well, what were you fantasizing about? Well, I was fantasizing about this, you know, this girl that I saw at the gym. It's like, okay. So the the event before that was you saw the girl at the gym. Now, up until this point, is there anything that we can really control here? The fantasy part, yeah, you could there's there's definitely things you can do to to mitigate or eliminate a fantasy. Seeing somebody attractive at the gym, you know, not very controllable. Um, let's go further back, okay? Um, you know, 
did you do anything to bring on that encounter with someone at the gym or was that just a coincidence? Oh, it was a coincidence. Okay. But you know, I will say, you know, before that, um, I was super stressed. Okay. Well, why were you so stressed? Well, stressed because, you know, I have this project and da, 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 da. And, and if we, if we trace this back somewhere along the way, we would get a trigger. And usually the triggers happen long before the slips. Like anytime I ask somebody, you know, okay, it sounds like you had a relapse recently. Uh, what, what triggered it? And anytime they tell me something the same day, I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not the trigger. That's like, you know, that's like the, the call. Those are like the ramp up events. I mean, that, that's obvious. I'm talking about like, what was the trigger? Like what happened? You know, sometimes it's three, four, it could be like as much as a week, a, a week leading up that causes us to, that causes us to fall. And uh, this is especially true of clients who are relapsing infrequently, you know, once every three months or four months and they're going, you know, I'm doing everything right. And there's no obvious triggers. And it's like, yeah, there's no obvious triggers because you only know how to look at the triggers that lead right up to the relapse. But I guarantee you, if you can zoom out and you can enlarge your scope a bit and look, you know, three, five days prior to those relapses, you're going to see some things, you know, even sometimes in that case, sometimes it's like weeks. So we want to go far back. And, and, and why do we want to go far back? Because that's the first domino. And now let me ask you something. If you played dominoes before, or if you've ever, you know, you've seen, I'm sure we've all seen those videos, not the game dominoes, but if you've ever, you know, done the domino thing where, you know, you're stacking them up. If that first domino doesn't fall, will the others fall? No, they will not, right? The only way that the other dominoes fall is if the first one falls. So that's why if you control your triggers, you control your addiction. Because if you basically control that first domino so that it doesn't fall, then you don't get this cascade. Now, I'm, I'm using intentional language, okay? I'm not saying that you cure the addiction. I'm just saying that you control it. You get in more control. If you've been listening to this podcast, you'll know that the only way you actually cure an addiction or heal from an addiction is by getting to the roots. That will never change. But controlling your triggers is actually a magnificent way to at least regain a little control of the recovery process. And I have to be honest with you, if you don't have an understanding of your triggers, you are going to live, you know, tossed and, and turned between all the different urges and hormone spikes, thoughts, emotions, and, and others, other things, other stimuli that we get inundated with on a regular basis. So this is a really big deal. Now, the question is then, how do you actually control your triggers? Number one, you need to be able to name them. And, and this is kind of tying back to what I was saying earlier. I am I'm flabbergasted at how many people cannot actually name their triggers. And I, I should be a little bit kinder about it because I was that guy for very many years. But it, it I guess the, I, I thought, I, I was hoping I was the exception. I didn't realize how universal this was. Naming your triggers, like people are like, you know, oh, well, I'm bored. I was, I was lonely. It's like, yeah, that's like the environment that caused you. Loneliness, loneliness is a little bit different. But when people say I was bored, it's like, well, when you were bored, that just means that things finally started to surface. They've been there all along. So what things started to surface, what uncomfortable things surfaced that you decided to run away from in your boredom and choose pornography over instead, right? Now, loneliness is a little bit different. Loneliness is a much more legitimate trigger because, you know, you feel lonely. So then you, you go to something that gives you a fake sense of connection. Even that one, though, got to be careful. So the first thing is we want to be able to name our triggers. And this is where you might need some guidance. This is where the masterclass can help you out a little bit. 
The second thing we want to do, and this is very, very important, is we want to have a plan in place for what happens when you are triggered, okay? Uh, Dr. Trish Lee would call that a trigger plan. We want to have a trigger plan. Her research would suggest that when you are triggered, you have three seconds to respond appropriately or you will stack the odds against you for preventing a relapse. So what do I mean? I mean that if you know that loneliness is a trigger for you, every time you're lonely, um, or not every time, but when you're lonely, you're just much more likely to fantasize, which leads you to watching porn or whatever it might be. If you know that, then having a plan in place of the next time I can, I'm aware that I feel lonely, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Without a plan like that in place, you, you, again, you, you have three seconds from when you identify the trigger to respond. And without a healthy response, without a, a predetermined, calculated response, the odds become exponentially higher that you will relapse. A lot of people ask me over the years, hey, when I, you know, like, what do I do when I'm like, you know, I'm really tempted and I, I really don't want to and I'm fighting it. What, what, am I, what am I supposed to do in those moments? You're supposed to, you know what you should do in those moments? You should ask yourself, how do I make sure I never get in this moment ever again? Ever again. See, we, we cannot be reactive about our triggers. We have to be proactive and preventative in nature. That is the goal. We want to be preventative about this. We want to be proactive. We want to get ahead before things start to develop, before the dominoes start to fall, right? Before, before the trigger starts to lead to worse behavior. Th- those three seconds matter tremendously. So what I want to encourage you with, I want to give you a little action item, is to come up with a trigger plan. Now, we've done episodes on this before. I want to do another episode on it anyway. Come up with a trigger plan. What are you going to do the next time that you feel tempted, the next time that you're triggered, what are you going to do? And there's no right or wrong. It's very individual. It could be putting on music. It could be praying. It could be going for a walk. It could be meditating. It could be stretching. It could be going to the gym. It could be playing a sport. It could be watching a sport. It could be calling a friend. It could be hanging out with a friend. It could be going for a drive. It could be going for a bike ride. It could be rollerblading. It could be gardening. It could be, uh, you know, like there's literally no right or wrong here. But the point is that you gotta, you gotta have something in place and something that is going to de-escalate or, or, or um, let, me, let me shift that language a little bit. Something that is going to help you regulate your nervous system again. That's the goal. All right. So that's your homework today. Go, go make a trigger plan and start executing it. And you may not get it right the first time. It might take seven or eight tries before you're like, okay, this actually legitimately works. That's fine. It, it might take a couple of tries. That's okay. But if you can control your triggers, you can control the addiction. So that's everything for today. Thank you so much for listening. And look, if you want more information about this, you want to, you want the trigger masterclass, go to my free resource section and download the relapse prevention training. Okay. It's right at the top. There's uh, the, the top, it's the second one, second one listed. It's called Relapse Prevention Train. I would love for you guys to get your hands on that. In the meantime, God bless you guys. Stay clean. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. 
It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Cynthia Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.